Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The Potomac River rapist can be used in court. I'm John Doman. Local lawmakers look to prevent dealings with a bus company that employed a drunk driver. I'm Liz Anderson. D.C.'s final open streets event of the year is underway on Wisconsin Avenue, 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Lindy Kenyon in Washington. It is the final weekend of campaigning ahead of Tuesday's midterm elections. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns is in Philadelphia, where the race between John Fetterman and Mehmet Oz could determine which party controls the U.S. Senate. Fetterman has been responding to voter concerns about the economy and inflation by swiping at corporate America. I think it's even much more critical to uh, push back against the kind of the kind of the corporate greed and the price gouging as well true. Oz has been focusing his closing message here around rising crime. We have families all over the Commonwealth worried about crime so much so they won't send their kids outside. Losing Pennsylvania would put Republicans' hopes of gaining control of the Senate in jeopardy. Severe weather cut a path of destruction across parts of Texas and Oklahoma last night. Meteorologist Kelly Cass says more destructive weather is on its way. We still have some red on the map across portions of Mississippi as well as Louisiana. The storm's losing a bit of their punch. So overall, the tornado threat goes down just a little bit, but not down to zero. And there will be the potential for some strong damaging winds, possibly some flash flooding, a little bit of hail coming in with these storms moving across the French Quarter over towards Biloxi, Mobile, as we head towards this afternoon and the evening time frame. At least one person was killed in last night's storms, at least two dozen others injured. Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt is hosting a climate change conference. Johan Rockström with the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research has low expectations. We have a geopolitically very challenging situation in the world with the Ukraine war, with uh, the economy moving into recession. Thousands of Twitter employees were let go yesterday. Under new owner Elon Musk, Alistair Barr with Business Insider wasn't surprised. The problem is that Elon Musk bought this company with a massive amount of debt. It's, he's going to have, I think, over $10 billion in debt. There's going to be a lot of heavy interest payments on that debt. Twitter expects as much as 50% of its workforce will be let go. Daylight saving time ends early tomorrow morning. That means you set back your clock by one hour and savor an extra hour of sleep. Research says that's a good thing. Eliminating daylight saving time would help people get more sleep and relieve stress. That's the position of the Sleep Research Society. The group says daylight saving time causes more light exposure in the evening, delaying the production of melatonin in the body. This can lead to sleep loss, which is associated with obesity, stress, heart disease, and depression. CBS's Bradley Blackburn. Two quick pick The Powerball drawing is tonight. Winning ticket could be worth $1.6 billion. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner, you can save a ton of money on a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 888-74-STEEL and get a quote today. It's 11.03 on Saturday, November 5th, 69 degrees, another unseasonably warm day with highs in the mid to upper 70s. Good morning, I'm Sandy Kozell with the top local stories we're following this hour. 
Today, you can hang out in the middle of a busy D.C. street where no cars are allowed. This last open streets event of the year is happening here in Ward 3 on Wisconsin Avenue. The one-mile stretch from Western Avenue to Tenley Circle is blocked off from traffic this morning until 2 p.m. That means no cars, just bikes, scooters, and pedestrians can enjoy everything Friendship Heights in Tenley Town has to offer. The event is geared to all ages and includes free dance classes, live music, arts and crafts, and much more. Businesses in the area are also offering open street specials. How to get there? Probably best to catch a bus or take the metro and ditch the car. In Northwest, Shane S. Doolin, WTOP News. Wisconsin Avenue will reopen at 2 this afternoon. For options to get around in the area of Northwest D.C., listen to our traffic reports on the 8th. Five people have been found dead in Charles County, Maryland. The county sheriff's office says the people were discovered yesterday inside a home in La Plata. NBC4 reporter Mauricio Casillas reports the investigation is just beginning. It's being classified as a murder investigation, but they're tight-lipped on some of the details. When asked if all the five victims were shot, they're saying, well, originally we were called out for a shooting, but at this point we're still investigating the cause of death for the five people. They're still working on identifying who those people were and what relationships those people had amongst them. So still a lot of unanswered questions at this point. This happened at a single-family home on Wildflower Drive. Investigators, as he said, are working to identify those who were killed and the relationship between everyone involved. New this morning, a 15-year-old boy has been arrested in connection with the shooting of Washington Commander's running back, Brian Robinson. This is the second arrest made in the case. A 17-year-old was arrested earlier this week. Robinson was shot in the leg in August during an attempted robbery in northeast D.C., he was released from the hospital the day after the shooting. A man in D.C. has been arrested in connection with the death of a two-year-old who was found unconscious last month. According to the 11-page affidavit, police found the boy's mother when they were called to the building on October 13th, kneeling next to him on the sidewalk and doing CPR. The toddler died five days later. The affidavit includes 911 calls and surveillance video, which outline the case against Deshaun Matthews. Prosecutors say Matthews used his hands to beat the child to death. Security photos from a parking garage allegedly show Matthews and the child getting out of a car with another person, walked towards the lobby of the apartment complex on October 13th. The court documents also show the boy and the suspect go into the lobby of the apartment where Matthews is accused of hitting the child. The boy's mother's cell phone was also seized by police during their investigation. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. New information on a charter bus driver who police say was drunk as he went off the road while driving around a bus full of D.C. elementary school kids. D.C. council members say more needs to be done to stop the school system from ever again using the bus company that employed him. D.C. council members Christina Henderson and Mary Chase say it's not enough to stop using the company that employed the person who drove children while intoxicated. They're asking D.C.P.S. Chancellor Louis Farabee to add Rome charters to the list of excluded parties. They want to make sure other city agencies don't unknowingly contract with the company and encounter similar problems. The investigation after the October 27 crash revealed the bus driver's license was revoked in Virginia after a DUI charge and other drivers on that trip didn't have proper licenses. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, fans of the British Royals are waiting for new episodes of a popular drama to start streaming. We get the lowdown on that from TV Guide's Matt Rausch. It's 11.07. Everyone deserves to be connected. That's why Cox has high-speed internet to fit any budget. Stream, chat, and connect at an incredible price. You're probably thinking, wait, what? But yeah, it's true. Learn more at Cox.
Cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable, one per household. Application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Other restrictions apply. The Maryland general election is November 8th. You have several ways to vote. You can postmark your ballot or place it in a drop box by 8 p.m. on November 8th. Or you can vote in person at your polling location on Election Day between 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. For more information, visit elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. That's elections.maryland.gov slash 2022. It's 11.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Rob Stallworth in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Sandy. In Maryland, southbound I-95 between the ICC and 212 in Calverton, still with a single right lane getting by the crash investigation. Delays solid on I-95 or after 198, headed toward 212 in the Beltway. Bailout traffic we see mainly on the BW Parkway southbound, approaching and passing 32, headed down toward Powder Mill Road. Route 29 may be an easier trip for you if you decide to take that On I, I, besides I-95 in the southbound direction headed toward, at this point, White Oak. On the Beltway itself in Maryland, on the Interloop near 201 Kenilworth Avenue, that's where we had the report of a crash. It may be on the shoulder. Beltway running well through Montgomery County right now. You guys are pretty cool. Route 50 going across the Bay Bridge. Westbound has a left lane blocked for two-way traffic preps, but not running as of yet. If you're traveling eastbound on 32 near I-95, that crash should be wrapped up and gone. In Virginia, the Beltway pretty good right now between Alexandria and McLean. Eastbound 66, leaving Nutley Street toward the Beltway, still possibly with the work along the right side of the roadway. If you're southbound on I-95, headed past the Fairfax County Parkway, the left lane remains blocked for the crash. Then delays continue south, going across the Occoquan and down 123. Northbound slows in separate stretches between Dale City and the Springfield Interchange, but travel lanes are reported to be available. Northbound I-395, volume going up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. If you're in the district, keep in mind, inbound New York Avenue past South Dakota Avenue, that crash should be clear to the shoulder. Inbound New York Avenue at New Jersey Avenue, that crash should be wrapped up and gone. But we still have activity southbound on New Jersey Avenue as you head toward New York Avenue with the right lane block for the police activity. I-295 both ways near the Suitland Parkway. We had a single left lane getting you by the work zone set up and in place there. And, of course, Wisconsin Avenue and Northwest closed between Western Avenue and Nebraska Avenue for Open Streets, D.C. until about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Jiffy Loop service centers keep you moving from oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLoopDC.com for a location near you. I'm Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. Another nice warm weekend. Here's Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Sandy, and it looks like even lower 80s in a few locations south and west of D.C. with sunshine and a pretty strong breeze out of the south anywhere between 15 and 25. Tomorrow, a few showers in the morning, 30% chance of seeing raindrops, mostly cloudy for all of us. Another warm day with temperatures in the upper 70s. Upper 70s, sunshine returning here for Monday afternoon and then turning cool once again with low 60s and sunshine Tuesday. 72 in D.C., 71 degrees right now in Montgomery County. And Sandy, currently in Fairfax, we're at 72. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 11-11.
The show of the week is The Crown. Its new season begins streaming on Netflix on Wednesday. Joining us to talk about what this season will bring is TV Guide's Matt Roush. Good morning, Matt. This show just keeps getting more and more popular. Well, it does, and it certainly has gotten a lot more scrutiny in the wake of the actual Queen's passing away earlier this year. And there have been some pushback in the U.K. among people who thinks maybe it's disrespectful to keep telling this story or tell it now. And and it's moving into the final stretch, really, in this season and the one more season to go um, because we're now into the point where this is stuff a lot of people still remember. We're in the 1990s. We're in the uh, the, the downward sl- a spiral of Charles and Diana's marriage, the sex tape, uh, the the phone sex with a uh, Camilla comes out in the newspapers. She gives that explosive BBC interview, and all things kind of blow up all over the place. And at the same time, there are polls saying Queen Elizabeth has Queen Victoria syndrome. She's been in the job too long. Is she relevant? Uh, is she out of touch? And there's a lot of metaphors to sort of make that kind of clear. Um, so there has been um, some controversy around this season, but I think it is still done with the same sensitivity and empathy for these characters humanizing these very, very public figures. Yes, some of it is imagined, but that is what docudrama does. And I think that a Philip, uh, the, the, the Peter Morgan has done a really good job here. Again, you know, we've got a new cast. So we have Imelda Staunton, a terrific character actress, now playing the queen in her, in her twilight. Jonathan Price is her Prince Philip. And Dominic West, who you'll know from The Wire, is Charles. And a woman who I'm not that familiar with, Elizabeth Debicki, is uncanny in her impersonation of Diana. Uh, just, you, you just you can't believe it's almost not her in some regards. But she is a very pained person here. There's a lot of conflict. But if you like The Crown before, I think you're going to like it again. And this is such a unique thing about this series. The cast changes as it ages. Uh, there haven't been any misses yet, really, in these recasts. No, they really haven't. And these are all really terrific actors. And they were in the first uh, two seasons. And then again, when uh, Olivia Coleman and Emma Corrin and Josh O'Connor were playing all those parts. Oh, and we've also got Leslie Manville, who's all over the place. Uh, she, she's got a current masterpiece mystery thing. And she's and she's playing Princess um, Margaret. Uh, and, and again, you just have one great British actor after another. I think sometimes the sour grapes are the ones who didn't get cast. <laughs> um, because it really is. A, it, it's amazing how they have kept the sort of credibility of these characters, even though they're played by completely different people every two years. But uh, here we go. We're in the final stretch now. Okay. Thank you, Matt. You bet. TV Guide's Matt Roush. Moments like watching my grandson steal second mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclip. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for postmenopausal women or for men with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever. Fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When security, speed, and scale are essential to your mission success, you need a partner who can deliver open source and cloud native software solutions designed to address the unique security and operational needs of the U.S. government and military. Whether it's in the cloud, on-prem, or at the edge, 
Rancher Government Solutions offers the leading software stack for teams adopting containers, addressing the challenges of managing multiple Kubernetes clusters at scale while providing DevOps teams with integrated tools for running containerized workloads. Learn more at ranchergovernment.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. To Ben Raby. All right, Sandy. Busy Saturday of college football, and as the calendar turns to November, only four games remain in conference play for head coach Mike Loxley and the 6-2 and two Maryland Terrapins. We always say they remember November, and we've put ourselves in pretty good position that we take care of business one week at a time. Obviously, with this being Wisconsin, the most important game for us. But for us, it's about the finish. Maryland and Wisconsin coming up at the top of the hour. Terrapins quarterback Talia Tungavailoa good to go after missing a game with a knee injury. Elsewhere at noon, Virginia home against North Carolina. NHL tonight, Capitals beginning a four-game homestand against the Arizona Coyotes. The Capitals a shorthanded bunch and the offense is sputtering. Capitals only eight goals in their last five games. Tonight, the recently signed Sonny Milano will make his Capitals debut. NBA, the shorthanded Brooklyn Nets come to town, beat up on the Wizards by 42 points. Kyrie Irving serving the first of a minimum five-game suspension. Fallout continues from his promoting of an anti-Semitic film as Nike has suspended its relationship with Irving. Nike also canceling next week's launch of Irving's latest signature shoe. Ben Raby, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP, former Presidents Obama and Trump, as well as President Biden, are all hitting the campaign trail in Pennsylvania today. They're stumping as part of the close Senate race between Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz. Mass layoffs have begun at Twitter under the leadership of new owner Elon Musk. A lawsuit's already been filed saying employees weren't given enough notice. Nike has suspended its relationship with basketball star Kyrie Irving and canceled its plans to release his next signature shoe. The latest chapter in the fallout since the Brooklyn Nets guard tweeted a link to a film containing anti-Semitic material. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. No indication how soon a ruling might come from Virginia's highest court in the case of a high school teacher who was fired after he refused to use a transgender student's pronouns. The Supreme Court of Virginia listened to arguments from French teeter Peter Vlemings' attorneys that West Point High School violated his constitutional right to speak freely and exercise his religion. But an attorney for the school told the Virginia High Court that the teacher violated the school's anti-discrimination policy. Flaming appealed a lower court's ruling dismissing the lawsuit. Ahead in Money News... What is a ghost job posting? I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 1118. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rob Stallworth is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Same song in Maryland. I-95 southbound between the ICC and 212. Single right lane gets you by the crash investigation there. New problem is on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound near Powder Mill Road. Adam reports the left lane is blocked for the crash and also two cars on the right shoulder drawing attention there. Northbound BW Parkway near Powder Mill Road. I-270 southbound near two sev- near I-70. That's where we had the report of a crash, possibly along the left side of the roadway. All lanes are open, but, of course, we have some delays there coming off of I-70, headed south on to 270. It was 32 eastbound near I-95. That crash should be wrapped up and gone. Going across the Bay Bridge westbound, the left lane blocked with two-way traffic preps, but not running yet. If you're on 
The Beltway in Virginia, pretty good right now between Alexandria and McLean. Eastbound 66 headed toward the Beltway. That work was along the right side. Eastbound Route 7 ramped to southbound 28, had all lanes blocked for the crash. Heavy-duty wrecker across the road, so watch out for that. Otherwise, in Arlington, Columbia Pike, westbound at South Frederick Street, we understand you're under police direction for the crash. I-95 southbound as you leave the Springfield Interchange, headed toward the Fairfax County Parkway. We had lanes temporarily stopped for the crash that was on the left side, now completely on the right shoulder there, and your travel lanes are open as you continue south toward, of course, 123. Northbound is off and on the brakes. As you leave Dale City, headed toward the Springfield Interchange, your travel lanes are open and available there. Northbound I-395, brief delays going up to and across the 14th Street Bridge. If you're in the district, I-295 southbound, headed toward the Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street, a single left lane gets you by the work zone. Earlier work on the northbound side may be clear. New York Avenue inbound. As you head toward South Dakota Avenue, that crash should be on the right shoulder. Travel lanes open there. Keep in mind, in Northwest, Wisconsin Avenue is going to be closed between Western Avenue and Nebraska Avenue for Open Streets, D.C. until about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Federal employees get the dental care plan you need with United Healthcare Dental, including discounts for Smile Direct Club. Learn more at UHCFeds.com. Rob Stallworth, WTOP Traffic. To Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Partly to mostly sunny, a nice breeze out of the south, anywhere between 15 and 25 miles per hour, and very warm temperatures. We're in the upper 70s, close to 80 in a few spots here. Great stuff for outdoor plans. Overnight, it's going to be mild, and it's going to cloud up. We will see a couple of showers in the morning hours here. Isolated showers primarily west of D.C., 30% chance of seeing some raindrops. And tonight, the clocks go back one hour with daylight saving time coming to an end. We're warm and cloudy tomorrow afternoon and warm as well on Monday with temperatures in the upper 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Checking area airports at 71 at Reagan National, 74 at Dulles, 73 at BWI Marshall. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, the debate over evidence against an accused serial rapist and killer. It's 1121. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. The children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down. So she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part, it's good to be dancing together again. The Good Feet store has seven locations in greater D.C. and in greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet store. Chris Jenkins is the police chief of Culpeper, Virginia. He's been a police officer for 45 years. I've spent a lifetime protecting this community. That's my only agenda. That's why, even though I'm a Republican, I support Abigail Spanberger. Abigail is a former law enforcement officer who always supports the police. She voted to increase funding to police departments because she knows it increases public safety. Abigail puts country and community over party. Spanberger's opponent, Yesli Vega, was recently caught on tape saying she doubts rape leads to pregnancy. I thought I had seen everything until that. 
I was shocked. As a former police officer, Vegas should know better. And her bashing the FBI and defending those who attacked the Capitol is dangerous. I trust Abigail Spanberger to do what's right. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. This is WTOP News. At 1123, police say he terrorized the D.C. region for years, raping women and killing one of them. His lawyer tried to stop it. The biggest piece of evidence in the case will be used by prosecutors. The DNA police got from Giles' work was collected voluntarily, said a D.C. judge, giving prosecutors the ability to use the biggest piece of evidence they have in this trial. DNA is the only reason Warwick even landed on the radar, and it's all police have connecting him to the rape of several women in D.C. and Maryland, including the rape and murder of Christine Marzion. That's the crime he'll go on trial for later this month. For days last month, prosecutors and the defense argued whether Warwick really could have told the police no when they asked to speak to him and when they asked for his DNA. The judge says in his opinion it's clear the answer to that was yes. John Dome in WTOP News. This case is also featured on WTOP's podcast series, American Nightmare. A judge has dismissed a charge of conspiracy to commit first-degree murder against Abdul Wahid in last December shooting death of an Ashburn woman. The Leesburg man had been accused of being an accessory before and after the December 30th killing of Najat Jamali Good. Loudoun County Sheriff said the Sheriff's Office provided the Commonwealth's attorney with a compelling case for trial, adding they are extremely disappointed and heartbroken for the victim's family. The murder trial of the man accused of killing Good for Kwan Syed is set for April. Tonight is the 37th annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. It's being held in Los Angeles. This year's performer inductees are Pat Benatar, Duran Duran, Eminem, Eurythmics, Dolly Parton, Lionel Richie, and Carly Simon. You'll be able to watch the ceremony two weeks from now on HBO Max. It's 1125. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. There has been an increased awareness of ghost job postings, job openings that don't even exist. Companies have many reasons for posting ghost jobs, and not all of them are up and up. Employers might put job postings out there to make it look like we are growing and we're adding to our staff. That's something that I think ethically, I just think that's ultimately going to be bad for your brand. That's Joni Biley at staffing firm Employee Bridge. Job seekers don't like wasting their time, and word will get around. Some companies may post ghost openings to get a stack of resumes in anticipation of certain employees deciding to leave. Aside from ghost postings, there's also been an increase in fake job postings. Where people are trying to get individuals' information um, and steal their identities, and that happens as well. And so job seekers do need to be very careful and make sure that they are real job postings. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, which are you, a voter who likes to cast your ballot early, or are you studying up on the candidates and issues? Election Day is next week. This is Dan Cox running for governor of Maryland. The CDC has just voted to include the experimental COVID vaccines in the childhood vaccination programs, opening the door for state governors to force this decision on parents and students. But my opponent has pledged to follow the CDC guidance and Big Pharma. At our debate, he even pledged to make such forced vaccination and masking decisions for you. I will protect your family's health care decisions and no government agency.